Honorable Chair, that is what it is. And I know that's how it sits. We'll continue to work together as various security agencies, helping each other in the interest of the country, for Ghana, our beloved country, to continue to be at peace with itself. I thank you. All right, I, do, um, I can see that uh, your, your lawyer is nodding. I don't know what it's intended for. Um, Mr. Chairman, when he said Ghana, our beloved country, I remembered the conclusion from Kwame Nkrumah, it's free forever. <laughs> Thank you. Um, IG, um, you once served as the ADC to former President Mills and um, COP Mensa also once served as the ADC to Vice President Akar. Uh, would you want to comment on that role, especially when some of the witnesses, or from my information, try to use that as a weapon against your office, in my, in my humble view? Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Chair. Honorable Chair, I'm happy you spoke to that fact. And I want to take this opportunity to, to urge all my colleagues in all the known partisan institutions to keep the sanctity of that institution and stop trying to impute politics into it in a manner that will compromise its responsibility and especially in my case the police service in the maintenance of law and order. And I'm happy you did allude, you did mention the fact that my big brother, George, served as an ADC during President Rawlings and Vice President Akar's time. Before him was another big brother of mine, the former Inspector General of Police, Mr. David Asantiabietu, who also served as the ADC during President Rawlings and Vice President Akar's regime. Then after that, ASP, I have to get the name correct, another ASP served as the ADC during President Rawlings and Vice President Akai's, and Pre Vice President Mel's time. Then in the course of his tenure, I was also called upon to go and serve as an ADC to His Excellency, the Vice President Vice, I mean, Professor Mills. And I was there for a year and about six or seven months. And I was asked to be replaced because I had become a chartered accountant and I was going to be promoted to the rank of subtenant based on my academic qualification. So I cannot continue to serve as an ADC. So I was replaced by that time, I'm not sure whether he was an ASP or DSP, and may he so rest in peace, another brother of mine, Frank Kofi. So from there, all the other regimes, we have had police officers by our arrangement serving as ADC to vice president. And you will be there, you will be called, it's a call to duty, you can't stop it. 
But beyond that, beyond that, after serving as an ADC, so Professor Nose, which was somewhere I need to collect 2007 and 2008, there about, and I stand to be corrected on that, came back to be the deputy auditor, went to UN mission, returned from the UN mission, went for further studies, returned from further studies, and came to serve as special assistant to Honorable Kandapa when he was the minister for the interior. When my father, Honorable Kandapa, was moved to Ministry of Defense, another father of mine, Honorable Kwamnabatos, came in to serve as the minister, and he maintained me as a special assistant. And thereafter, in the course of the 2007 floods, I was there in the office, and Honorable Kwamnabatos said, Mr. Excellency, President Kufo, want to see you. I went, I was ushered in to the office of Dr. Mr. Chenehese, now the Chancellor of the University of Ghana. And the idea was that the President, President Kufo, has found it fit to appoint me as the national coordinator for the management of the disaster. And that is how I have served Ghana outside my policing career, I think. Behind you um, are members of POMAC, sure. Uh, members of POMAC seated behind you. I believe so. Yes, sir. So, that notion of you running a one-man show, because we're told that you are running a one-man show, is all about Dampari. Dampari, Dampari, Dampari. You are not involving POMAC. And um, it's, it's very, very important for us to hear from you on this especially when it's a creation of the institution by your legislation. Thank you. Honorable Chair, I think I addressed this question earlier, but I will re-echo the fundamental points. Unfortunately, they are not on hold so that they cannot testify on this matter. If they had been on hold, we will have heard them, what they will say. They call it United POMAP. United POMAP. That's what they call it. And it's a chain. Nobody breaks it. Unless you are going to a retirement, we take you out, and they will reconnect the chain. And I said, we can't go anywhere without making sure that they are ahead of me. We can't arrive at any destination without making sure that we account for everybody. We cannot go and sit at anywhere without making sure that everybody has a chair. And we cannot start any meeting without making sure that where, are, where is everyone? And if the person is not on leave, the person is not doing any other assignment, we make sure that we even wait for the person. So this whole idea, like I said, is trying to put certain things together to paint you black and Make sure that you don't look presentable in the eyes of everybody. It is never true. And I said it fundamentally. 
the Lord that I serve, the God Almighty that shapes my life, He instituted teamwork. And I get incomplete when I'm not functioning in a team. Because I'm not sure whether what I'm putting out there, if I had a second thought, it would be better. In any case, I have one philosophical belief. It takes other human beings for other human beings to be human beings. So in the absence of other human beings, I feel incomplete. And knowing that it's an institution and not a sole proprietorship, and even a sole proprietorship, you still have to work with people. An institution that has not belonged to me, I come and monopolize it. Then I'm not a good leader. Then I'm not a manager. And they know within their hearts of hearts that they were paddling for so you know to package it and send it to places and make me look bad, thinking that as it has normally been done in our environment, when people go and lie about you and say all things about you, you never get opportunity to speak to the matter. It is a lie. It isn't about Dampal. It's about the police service. It's about Ghana. And it's about the peace and security of this country. I thank you. So it's good we are giving you the opportunity to, to speak in public. In the presence of the witnesses who made those allegations. And uh, my last question, Chairman. What led to that letter interdicting the two officers, which was subsequently withdrawn. Thank you very much, Chairman, for the question. Honorable Chair, I thank you very much. And that is also another thing people have used in trying to get to me. The truth of the matter is this. When all these things happen, why should we have focused on ensuring that we work together as a team across the country and also across all the other security agencies to continue to maintain peace and security for our beloved country? Then you get to a point, and these things happen. And you feel pain that your own brothers can go and do this against you. But you forgive because such is nature and the more you forgive the more you become stronger and preserve your health so i moved on but i said that whatever is going on i recuse myself from the process so i was not part of whatever decision that i was taking to interdict or de-interdict anyone it is a matter that was considered at the police council and they handled it in my absence and any time in any issue about this particular incident is discussed anywhere within the police leadership they throw my absence because I think and I believe that is the right to do and that is what happened I am not involved in the interdiction and the interdiction of anyone. I thank you. Yes, um, I can observe that um, Shobi Mensah, the lawyer he brought, he's not said one word. He's been drinking a lot of water, you know. 
my, my colleague. We have been observing you are drinking water, drinking water. What's the matter? I didn't even as a chairman, you see my water, I have not drank any water. The chairman, you yes. said you will not talk. Uh-huh. So I was drinking the water waiting for the lunch. <laughs> well, I think it's very opportune to give the only female on the, on the committee an opportunity to, I mean, um, interrogate uh, the matters. Would um, IGP mounting the witness stand? Thank you, Mr. Chair. Chair, I think most of my questions has been exhausted by Honorable Patrick Boama, but I have one or two for my big brother and my boss as well. Okay. Um, thank you, Mom. You, you have only two questions. The younger man who is the um, vice president, vice chairman, is telling me that uh, for health considerations, we should take about maybe five minutes break uh, so that uh, people can spread their legs and those who want to use the washroom will do so. So, because of common humanity, I'm compelled to have the procedure suspended for maybe seven minutes. If you want to use a washroom, do so. If you want to stretch your legs a bit, and then we'll come back. Yes. Yeah, you could see that some of your officers have stepped out, which means it's right for once. No. vitamins that growing bodies need. So grow healthy and strong. And Absolutely. Kidivite Multivitamin Tonic contains all the essential vitamins and nutrients needed for the healthy development of children from age 1 to 12 years. Also available, Kidivite Multivitamin Drops for babies under 12 months. Grow strong, grow healthy with KittyVite. Distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Hello, my name is Abeiku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bag. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. 
But even without cash, we still they chop better with EcoBank Mobile. No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town, she never misses out on her favorite TV shows because I'm able to pay up all my TV subscriptions from the comfort of my mobile phone. Whenever she has to get groceries too, my bank makes it cashless and convenient. And the part my wife loves the most is when my bank makes it possible and easy for her to shop from any part of the world without moving. <laughs> Welcome to the smart world of EcoBank. Download EcoBank Mobile from Google Play Store. All the app store and discover the smart way to bank. EcoBank, the Pan-African bank. Daddy, Daddy, oh, this tank is big. Yes, that's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow. It has a working surface on it. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I can see S-I-N-T-E-X syntax. That is so true, my daughter. When it falls down, it will spoil That's not true. But why? Why? <laughs> Syntex was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? Thank you for staying here on the Joe News Channel and uh, what uh, an interesting session has been so far hearing from the IGP George Akufa Dampari uh, who has been responding to some allegations made against him uh, by persons who appeared before the ad hoc committee looking into that tape uh, alleging uh, or which is alleges a plan to oust the IGP George Ekufu Dampare. I've been joined by my colleague here. He's a member of a legal team, also a political desk. Uh, yeah. Quite an interesting one. But, but really? it just started off with an interesting banter between lawyer for IGP, IGP George Ekufu Dampare. That's uh, lawyer Kwame Jan. And the chairman of the committee, Samuel Atachia, and, and, the, and the IGP's team had concerns about the presence of COP, Alexander Mensa, and Superintendent George Asari. Yeah. In fact, they, they, they raised two significant concerns which lawyer Kwame Jan couched as their team's preliminary objections. The first one having to do with the committee's mandate and whether or not they were sticking to the terms of reference that parliament gave them. Parliament gave them a number of terms of reference, but the key among them was to get to the authenticity of the tape involved and then recommend sections generally. Mm. And so their lawyers, uh, the IGP lawyer, viewed that inviting the IGP and extending this on, into an almost about the IGP and making it a trial of Dr. Dampare would mean that you are swaying off the terms of reference that Parliament gave you as an institution, and that if you wanted to change the terms of reference, you knew what to do. The second one, what, which was probably the most germane, which was the most, okay, 
Right, sorry, sorry, I had to interject. Uh, we have to cross over to Parliament. Uh, Samuel Mbura is there for us. Hello, Samuel, can you hear me? I I'd just like you to tell us. We had our camera station. We were picking reactions uh, as and when we could. But tell us what the general mood was like uh, when the IGP was uh, uh, responding to some of the questions, especially ones um, of allegations made against him by the witnesses present. Well, Bernice, uh, it has been a calm atmosphere here um, from Parliament where this sitting is taking place. Um, at least body language actually communicated um, uh, people's disapproval or approval on some of the allegations that were leveled against the IGP Akufu uh, Dampari. We have um, three of the witnesses before the committee. Um, we know that Dr. Bugri Nabu, uh, Mr. Bugri Nabu is not here. It's not part of the um, sitting today, uh, but right uh, on my right is COP Alex Mensah and his um, uh, team led by Mr. Uzu Ajeman. Um, on my left is uh, Eric um, JB, Superintendent, and then Superintendent George Asari. So both of them were sitting, uh, one on the left and the other on the right-hand side of the IGP whilst he was uh, testifying. So. Uh, I would say that uh, if you monitor the body language of the, the people when the IGP started testifying, some people were actually, um, I mean, nodding either in agreement or disapproval of what he said. But it has been a generally um, calm atmosphere here. You know, people expected that it would have been a tense one, taking into consideration that the IGP mounted the witness box to uh, give his testimony. But what I can say is that the chairman of the committee, uh, Mr. Samoa Thatcher, as you monitor throughout the proceedings, how to bring in more than less icebreakers to at least calm the tension here and all that. So I can say that um, so far the proceedings has been uh, successful from the back end with the reactions from from the people and the witnesses who have appeared before it. We have not actually spoken to some of them directly because um, the committee will resume sitting in the next three minutes. Um, so for now, they wouldn't want to speak on record or speak to the issues until the proceedings are, are done. So for now, everyone is just um, I mean, stretching around to um, ease the, the stress and then to resume for the proceedings to continue. So right behind me, you have... Uh, um, COP Yohunu, he is IGP too, he's next to the IGP with some of the PUMAC members. I can see uh, Madam Habiba Chumasi, she's COP and she's also the Director General of um, Welfare of the Ghana Police Service. I can also see COP Awini, uh, Dr. Gariba, also from the Regional uh, Police Command of the MPP. So a host of them are here, these are PUMAC members, that's the Police Management Board members coming to support the IGP Akufu. Uh, Dam Paris. So um, at the moment, Benis, I must say, uh, we are still waiting for the outcome of it, but we've heard Dr. Dam Paris um, breaking down the allegations. First, uh, we know there was an earlier banter in which we were discussing Kuku uh, Asante in the studio. The lawyer, Kwame Jan, was raising concerns about the presence of the other witnesses here. The claim is that at the time that they were giving their testimony, the um, IGP wasn't here, so it would only be fair for them to leave the premises for them to also give their testimony. But we know at the end of it, the chairman overruled the objections uh, because he wanted the lawyer to prove to him uh, the injury it will cause them if they still or their presence 
uh, affairs within the, I mean, the committee's sitting. Another issue had to do with the excess of mandate of the committee in which all these issues were crashed out and then the proceedings uh, started. Right, so Samuel. IGP mm. uh, has denied any dealings with um, Mr. Bugrinabu in any, any form and also uh, has been fighting off claims of, of being the worst IGP ever. He has also um, broken down uh, how the Ghana Police Service works and it is not all about dampery but it is about teamwork ensuring that the Ghana Police Service moves forward and for the next generation to inherit a solid foundation for the security of the country. Samuel, we'll leave it here. We'll allow you some time to stretch yourself. That's Samuel Imbura. Then you see uh, COP Alexander Mensah in your shots, who's take, taking his seat on his phone. He's been, he's been on his phone occasionally during the hearing. Um, uh, so we will cross over to Parliament again once the committee is ready to commence or resume hearing. But quick Sante, we will delve into the highlights as the day progresses and all that. But, but there's just something about the demeanor of the IGP from... The time he started giving his initial remarks, I've been monitoring your reactions on social media. There, yeah. there are those who felt at a point that emotionally the, the IGP appeared initially a bit overwhelmed. Mm. In fact, we saw his lawyer give him a pat on the, on back, the back at a point. But much later, you could, you could see a different dimension of the IGP when he appeared to be quite firm mm. And more composed. more composed and dealing with matters, especially when it got to where the chairman of the committee tried to interject in a response he was giving about the allegation of he taking sole decisions. And he insisted that he wanted to cut off the head of the snake. And the, 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 the chairman was being careful not to, not, to, not to let the police service appear to look uh, disunited. But the IGP felt, well, it's already in the public, public domain, so let me just do it and, you know, clear the error. Yeah. Let's look at the IGP's demeanor and how, you know, he's, he, he handled himself throughout the, the first session, as I may want to call it. Yeah. In fact, for context, um, viewers and our audience need to know that the committee wanted to hold this in camera. Yeah. It is the IGP, Dr. Jodeku Fudampar, who insisted that some of these allegations that have been made against my person my way of leadership, my style and everything have been made in the public. And so I need to be able to respond to those mm -hmm. in the public. Mm -hmm. And if there is anything that is already going to go against the name of the public and the image of the police, that is already out. So I need to be able to settle some of this record. Mm -hmm. So like you stated, the IGP started a bit on a somber note. Mm -hmm. This was someone whose name and image has been battered for the past few weeks in the, in the media. In fact, this was just about a tape of people plotting to remove him. But some way, somehow, being, he has turned up about yeah. how he is leading the police service right. and how the service was performing under him. Right. And so this was a good opportunity for him to set that record straight. So he decided, quite very, very well advised, to give a background of where, he, where he's coming from and how he became IGP, to, to tell people that I am a qualified person. I wasn't put as an IGP simply because someone wanted me to serve a certain political end. He did well with that. And the part you referenced about Atatia, cutting his train of thoughts. That was important because this was someone who was responding to the key allegations that have been made against him. If he cannot respond to this in public, then the misconceptions and quote-unquote lies will fester. But now there is the word of the IGP Again. against that of COP, and the public will have to decide who they believe.
All right, so I understand that the committee is getting ready to resume. But quick question, there was another thing, another question that I'm sure, uh, just like many of our viewers, we were waiting to hear an answer to that. And that had to do with the interdiction letter, right? Because that was yeah. quite murky. Yeah. Uh, we had responses. Even Mr. Atachia was here himself on the probe on Sunday where he spoke about how that appeared to be an attempt to gag the witnesses. Yeah. But the IGP says, this is a matter that involves me. And I recused myself I from the onset. How, yeah. how do you feel about that? That is also very great because prior to today, throughout the weekend, that information had been swelling around in the public domain that that is something that had, that had, had happened. But finally, we've had the IGP the clarity directly to it, and that's some important clarity that the public needed. All right, hopefully we'll get more clarity to some of the issues and allegations made. Let me take you back to Parliament uh, because the ad hoc committee has resumed sitting. Please, can you kindly tell this committee to which extent... And I would say, I know him a little bit when he was the regional chairperson for the MPP in the Northern Region. Beyond that, that knowledge made me and him to be talking once in a while. And when I became IGP, he needed help with his area in terms of the number of police trains like most people come to me to ask in a vehicle. That is what it is. Thank you, IG. If that is so, please can you tell this committee whether you've met him one-on-one -on -one before? And if that is so, when was the last time you met Chief Burina? Thank you. Honorable Chair, I can say I might have met him one or twice to the best of my recollection. And the last time I met him, if by my rock calculation, to be more than eight months or thereabout. Sorry. Your physical contacts may be few. What about your telephone engagements? The telephone engagement. It's along the same line as the fiscal contract. IG, I think what I'm curious about, the whole world is also curious about. From the preamble you built earlier on before you answered your questions, indicates the witnesses were a very good friend to you. At the time of this recording, can you tell this committee the relationship between you and the witnesses? Thank you. Honorable Chair, the relationship has not changed. It has always been the same. And as you saw when we break, 
Inspired with the Father, I'm the Inspired General of Police. He's my big brother. I went to him and shook him, shook his hand, asked him how he's doing, asked him how a person I've always called as a mother is doing, and we have a very quick chat. That is what it is. And at the same thing, even my junior brothers, who I expected them to come to me, I have to walk to them. And also to tell them that it has been a while. And we have a chat. And my own kid brother wants to hug me, and I allow him to hug me. So that is how deep and how human-centered I am. Because it takes other human beings for me to be a complete human being. Thank you. IG, I know you have a script, and uh, Chief Bugri Nabu told this committee he did the recording all by himself. He went to the extent of telling the committee where he purchased the gadgets for the recording. I therefore want to find out how do you feel when your colleagues accuse you of masterminding the recordings and to the extent of ducting the recordings? The tape, sorry. Honorable Chair, as a human being, like all of us, when your own brothers have done what they did. And instead of owning up and taking responsibility and probably apologizing for us to move on, they try to cook baseless allegation and level it and smear it against you. And without a shred of evidence, as I said earlier on, you have been asked to speak to it. I would definitely feel bad. But who am I? There's nothing I can do about it. And if I feel bad, it's to some extent, but as a Christian that I am, forgiveness is a medicine. And that is what I've just eaten, I've drunk, by going to my brothers and just letting them know that, as far as I'm concerned, whatever they have done is no issue to me, because the Lord that I serve keeps comforting me in a manner that is beyond my comprehension. So I feel no hatred, pain, or whatever towards them. They are my brothers. And their children are my kids. Because the most important thing is this. If all of us in this room, we are left, all of you live, and it's left with them and I, and something is happening to me, they will be my only hope. So if I'm unable to build bridges with them, Probably I will lose my life because they were not there to help me. In the same thing, in spite of all what has happened, if there is anything now and beyond that I think I can do, or they themselves think I can be of help for them, I will not hesitate to do that because that is the teachings of the Bible. I thank you. Inspector General of Police, I thought your forgiveness will abide the outcome of these investigations. Because you don't know the full extent of what they have against you. So why are you give forgiving so early? They've not, they've not, they've not, they've not. 
Cancel. Uh, oh, you want to overrule me? Yes, because I, I was thinking that IG, IG, IG will, will, will hold his horses, and then, and then what is going to happen is that when we recline and retire, and the evidence is being on it in camera, and then he will determine whether in the face of what um, some people will say or will not say, that large heart of forgiveness will continue to work or not. Uh, Mr. Mr. Chairman. Yes, my Honorable brother. Chairman. Um, I don't want to be the one that always will raise an objection. Yes. But as humorous as we want to be, Sir Chairman, these are your last remarks about the, the quantum of the missiles that are waiting my client. It's a, it's a, somehow prejudicial. No, but I don't even know the evidence. Ah, why are you talking like this? Uh, Mr. Chairman, but the way you presented it, that if it's like when somebody says, Ulim, the free so bank, watch it, that's the way I see it. 